Yeah, so before we couldn't even sign under-18s um, outside the EU. So now this just deads under-18s totally. So this now includes the EU. So, well, yeah, no under-18s coming our way. Yeah, so like you won't be able to get the likes of like Pogba, Cesc, Bellerin, like young age anymore. So fuck that guy, bro. <laughs> fuck yeah. that guy. Well- Myself, Tommy. You got Ade here. You got myself, Ham, aka Alex Scott. I just want to give a big shout out to her. She was looking amazing on Sky Sports today <laughs> when, she, when she was giving her pre match and post match analysis on Arsenal. So it comes in handy when a woman's beautiful and then even what's coming out of mouth. Right. Talking about football, she understands it, she speaks it well. See, it makes her more attractive. So. Give a bit. I know. I know. Ade's big on watching Arsenal, um, watching women's football and that. So I'm about, I just want to appreciate another woman in it. I'm about, <laughs> yeah, she's been really good. Like she gets a lot of stick, but she's doing her job. She's doing her research. So big shout out to her. I mean, shout out to her research. But I was more talking about how beautiful. Yeah, she I think we're gonna get a sexual <laughs> harassment. If we, if we go down. I'm about to slide into a DM <laughs> later, but yeah, big up her. But yeah, yeah. no, nah, you're right about that. Though. I'll um. I'll, I'll echo that too because a lot of the things she was saying, she got it spot on. It's like she was like analy- the way she was analyzing um, how Arsenal are currently playing, how they're getting their goals and so forth. But we we go how into they're not that. getting their goals. Oh, sorry, how they're not getting their goals. Sorry, <laughs> but we go into that in a in a bit. So should we just start off with United, um, our boys? Yeah, we put ourselves in trouble. Champions League, we're in trouble. Yeah, we're in trouble, man. <laughs> we're in trouble. With that, what do you? What's your thoughts on it, Ade, with the Champions League situation? So, it's funny, right? Because at the start of the season, I didn't expect us to do anything. Like I'm, like my expectations aren't ridiculous for us, so I didn't expect us to do anything. But then when we started well, it only made sense that we were going through. Yeah, right. It just made sense. Like I don't think. We're the best team there. We might not even be the second best team in the group, but we had done what we needed to at the start. And now we've slipped up. It's looking like a tough ask, but I can't say we can't win it. Like, it's not impossible for us to win it. Um, Wait, what, you mean win the game or win the Champions League? No, the game. I, I'm long, long. <laughs> no, no, I'm just, you know, just for the listeners. Oh, 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 just making it make yeah, sense. Nah, so, I can't, like, we just need a point anyway, to be honest. I can't see any reason why we can't get that point. I think if we go out there to defend, we're going to lose straight away. I mm-hmm. think we have to go there and just play a game. But in terms of the PSG game, I'm not going to lie to you. Even though we've beaten them a few times, I never go into a match against PSG expecting to win. Because to me, they're just better than us, right? But we get chances. We get chances against these teams. Um, Our strikers are not finishing. They're not finishing their mills, which is a big problem. Against teams like PSG, you have to eat up your chances. Mm. You might not get many of them, but we got many of them and then still didn't finish them off. And then you get PSG just doing some. That third goal, that Neymar's third goal, 
when he started mm. the move Mm-mm-mm. and scored the goal, I was like, he sent Harry Maguire to the shop and told him to keep the change. I, I was like, seen it. I, I didn't. I, didn't I, see. I turned off the game as soon as Fred got sent off, bro. I didn't yeah. see it. So I I'm, I'm going to go back to that, right? So, as some information, so first you need to see the goal anyway because Neymar started in his own half, dribbled past a few players, um, passed it to I think it was Mbappe. He passed it to Rafinha, and he laid it back. Yeah, to, Rafinha kind yeah, of back. It was dirty. Cool. But going back to this because my my BT sports subscription I think BT realized that they they didn't lock it off when they were meant to lock it off <laughs> so randomly they locked it off on Tuesday so and I have no problem listening to commentary right I like before I set up my next subscription or find another way of watching it I was like you know what I'm busy at the moment I'm going to listen to the commentary on the radio so all I kept hearing after um Fred's thing was they should take Fred off. Like, he should have gotten a red up, red card. They should take him off. Literally, for the next 10, 15 minutes, the commentator was just like, take Fred off. It's the only thing that makes sense. It's the only thing that makes sense. So, obviously, he starts second half, and I'm thinking, okay, that's a bit weird. And then he gets sent off. And then this one of my points with Ole. This commentator is just a man watching the game. He has no affinity to the club. But in his head, he's like, get Fred off. And he said it for, like, a full 15 minutes. Ole didn't take him off. And then after the game, he's saying, oh, maybe I should have taken Fred off. I don't appreciate that. That's just silly behavior. And as a manager, those are one of the things that you're meant to catch on. Obviously, I watched everything after. That should have been a straight red. I don't, I don't know what the ref was doing. Probably yeah, one million percent. One million percent. Another person we paid. But, <laughs> yeah, but we, we need to take our chances. We need to stop being silly. And Ole needs to tighten up a few things. Yeah, like I'm not gonna totally cuss him because obviously the players on the pitch need to do their job as well. But yeah, yeah. Now I'm, I'm like to be honest, I'm with you with majority of the things that you like you said. Um, that in terms of like the expectation going into the Champions League, I was I was happy we got back into the Champions League. Then obviously once we got the group, I think oh shit, there we go again. <laughs> you know what I mean? But then we done all the hard work. We got that out of the way. So like after the first what two games, you go away to whatever... To, well, I don't know what they're called, to be honest with you. <laughs> Istanbul, Chiraco, Nakata. Whatever they're called. <laughs> All we needed was a draw from that game, bro. And we would have been through now. But no, you didn't get that. Fair enough. But then, Wednesday... I can't even blame Oli for that, to be honest with you, because <laughs> it's that stupid idiot. Like, I, st- I still like him, but it's bloody Martial, bro. Like... <laughs> Say his name, bro. Say his name, bro. He's that Martial brother, fam. Like I just that fucking wallet. What the? What is the matter with him, bro? Like it's the chances that he's missing that is just unforgivable, bro. Like I just don't understand. Like his his head is just not in the game, bro. And like I just, bro, I just not like we had the chance to win it. It's as simple, it's as, simple as that. We would have been through by now because they were there for the taking. And we had the opportunity. Yeah, yeah like we, we yeah, had yeah. we had the opportunity and we messed up. So it's like, bro, I don't know what to expect going into like Tuesday now, man. I honestly don't know. It'll be a shame if we go out, but uh, bro, but at the end of the day, it's all gonna boil down to the manager again because obviously you done all the hard, you, all the odd part has been done. You did that. No one expected you to do it, but you've done it. Do you know what I mean? Like, just get over the line. It's just raw. It's frustrating, bro. It's frustrating. Like, and with that Fred situation, I think it does, does, this are the little things that 
people get at him for like in terms of like his experience and like not having the credentials to be a manager. To be honest with you, straight after that um that incident, he should have got sent off like five minutes straight after that. Right. After he made that after he made that tackle, but the um the referee gave it the other way. But in the second half I thought, you know what? He's probably had a word with him in the second half, so he will calm down, come out and calm down and settle and settle in and start playing with his head. Bruh, he was doing the same old rubbish again. So after the first 10 minutes or so, he should have just realised that and just taken him off, to be honest with you. He's just taking him off. But hey, like, I can't really blame that game on him. But it's, like, it's, it's Martial, bro. I mean, every time someone asks me, it's Martial. That's right. I'm blaming that on, bro, because we should have, like, we should have won that game. But hey, we'll see what happens on Tuesday. If you're out, I'll be devastated. I can't lie to you, but hey, <laughs> I will be gutted because, like, don't get our hopes up and then just like throw it back down all of a sudden, bro. Like, why, like, oh, bro? How are we not through already? It just doesn't make sense. But hey, let's 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 move on. Anyway. The like the like the Leipzig game should be um should be a good game because they're they're free scoring. They're not great defensively. I think you lot hit five past them at Old Trafford. Obviously, different going away from home, but yeah, it's not like they're watertight at the back. And going forwards, United aren't take away that idiot Martial. United aren't that bad, innit? You've got Cavani scoring, Greenwood scored a lovely goal the other day, Rash scored, Bruno scoring, Pogba scored a worldie. So I think I think it should be like just end to end, innit? I expect I expect a good game, innit? And I think it could go either way. You lot could draw, you lot could lose. You look to get bad, or you look at but you look at bad at them, and then you get through. So I do because obviously if you watch them the other day, I mean the other day against Bayern, they were giving it to them, but they were still way open at the back in it. That's why it ended up three three. Yeah. I think the other game in the Champions League, the same that you lot lost. I think they won three two or four three four three. Four, three. Yeah, oh, they, our boys, our boys scored that. Yeah, oh, he yeah. scored the winner. <laughs> yeah, he did. So I think the Leipzig game. To be um yeah that's gonna be interesting yeah and just touching on Fred's thing, it's that argument's um like fifty fifty and you could one hundred percent say you know what just take him off at halftime take him out the firing line, or you could do what Oli did say to him in it listen just keep your head on and to be in Fred's defense, it actually wasn't a yellow card you know that right yeah like, but what, you know what, what the thing is Ham, it wasn't a yellow card but you know the thing is is the type of opposition that you're going up against you know like when you got players like Neymar. That are gonna antagonize you throughout the whole game. They're gonna yeah, drop yeah. at any given moment. Even all you have to do is just like walk past them, they'll drop. So it's not so much like um what he's going to do. Do you know what I mean? They like they're gonna antagonize more what you. the opposition are gonna do. Yeah, yeah. do you know what I'm saying? It's so much of what yeah. they're gonna do. And you know, like this is not the Premier League, you know what I mean? It's the Champions League, the rules are different. Like this this guys, this plays like Neymar, they don't care, bro. Do you know what I mean? Like just just take him off and protect him. Even, in the, yeah, Premier, the even only... in the Premier League today, Sheffield United, same thing. Um, there was a player, I forgot what their player is called. I, I forgot. Um, Chris Wilder took him off at half-time. Straight. Because he should have been sent off. Yeah, I think, and I think I think that's where, with the Fred thing, yeah, I think that's where Oli's got to like, uh, what's this? Like, smell the danger. Like, because it was definitely a red card, yeah, and the ref never give it. And the ref probably seen at half-time that. Exactly. Shit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So exactly. just take him out the firing line because the ref probably looking to make amends. You know, like when referees give a penalty away. Yeah, yeah. So they go and 
So they're going to give the other team a penalty just to make it up. Bro, so in Oli's defence, because you lot got to win that game, just take my man off in it. And if it means you've got to rejig the system. But in Oli, I think in post-match, the last one I'm going to say, in the post-match, I think Oli made a point in terms we was playing well. I didn't, I didn't want to rock the boat. Mm. Like United were playing well. He was much better than them. You shouldn't have lost that game. He was much better than them. That idiot's got a score. And it's 2-1. And then who knows? You might They have to come out as equal. And then you lot go down the other way and hit them on the break and win 3-1. Yeah. So, anyways. Yeah. You, you see what happens then. But obviously, they made it up on um, Saturday. And obviously, I wanted to give like give credit when credit is due. I think towards like last season, we, we had issues. Not I think majority of last season, we had issues every time we go like a goal down. And we can't Ooh. seem to get back, but yeah. obviously we is find a way to rectify that issue. So now, when we have gone down, so we have like we find a way to break teams down, and just to show how effective Bruno is, to be honest with you, because as soon as he came on, <laughs> he's basically our whole team. Trust right. me, bro. you love you are over reliant. Create eight chances. Nothing you're over reliant on. Yeah, well, oh no, it's ridiculous, bro. It's yeah. it's not even something we can argue. We can't mm, we can't argue deny that, that. It's silly. Okay, okay. and we're relying on coming back as well, which is another silly thing. Is yeah, we're not playing like our situation's not the best. We're getting the points, but it's not the best, and we definitely acknowledge that. Mm. Yeah, I think yeah, and I think that's what's important. That like, we are getting the points, but he needs to realize that the situation, how we're getting the points, is not the best. He's not convincing. Do you know what I mean? So look, look. Obviously, I'm not trying to compare ourselves to Liverpool. Liverpool. Bang four nil today. <laughs> That's it. Like yeah. there's, there's no, there's no. Their teams you're not going to be able to come back against, right? Yeah. If certain teams that score first, it's a wrap. Forget that. Game's done. So yeah, yeah but yeah, like credit to him. Obviously, come back. We're getting the points, but there's still a few things. Obviously, he's got to address. But I'm happy anyway for now. Anyway, but um, yeah, this. I'll be happier if we can obviously qualify for the next stage of the Champions League and win the Manchester derby. So, Tom, do you derby. love you love Pogba's goal yesterday? Yeah, you loved it. Yeah, who's that? Who's that? PP. Who's that? Bring up quickly. I need to bring this up. In terms of T's energy for Pogba, yeah, it's been it's been consistent. T is. I think I think you liked him at one point, but then obviously now you're just. Get him out of the club, and you haven't. Your opinion hasn't changed on that. Yeah, no. whether he scored a worldie or not, no. it hasn't changed. No, because even 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 when we were talking yesterday, it's like, who's that? I don't know, and I did just ask you now. You like he's going, like he's back, yeah. <laughs> bro. It's not changing, bro. Like... Yeah, I know. I get that. So I respect that. Yeah, but my thing is, yeah, in terms of like that idiot, yeah, that number nine, yeah. Mm. Where's the energy for him? Like, where's that energy gonna change? Because he, this is his sixth year with the club, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He joined as a teenager. He just just turned twenty five yesterday. Mm. He, I personally, this is just me. He don't he don't do he don't do a lot in it. He don't do a lot to to still be like we, maybe we can still pin our hopes on him and whatnot because the pie got two years out the door. Don't like him. Lukaku, who's a much better centre forward than him, got two years at United and United fans are like, oh, his first touch is awful. He doesn't fit into our style of play. We got rid of him, but he's always gonna bang more goals than Martial. Mm-hmm. Always. You know what I'm saying? So it's like when did and there's, it's not just Tom. There's bare United fans out there that that swear blind that Anthony Martial is the guy. Yeah, he's the guy. Uh, we know he don't finish his breakfast. Mm. When's the energy saying that? Okay, you know what? He's got a cut as well. We got to get rid of him because we've got rid of players that ain't even been there as long as him and ain't been doing it. Yeah, 
But then the thing is, yeah, because so, I know you mentioned last week to you, like, you know, I don't want to sell him because I don't want him to yeah, get yeah. somewhere else. But like, the thing with him is, yeah, like, with him, him and Pogba, I weigh them up differently. With Pogba, we bought him at his, like, what? He's, he's going to wait to become a man, innit? And we bought him to, like, as our saviour. Like, we relied on him. And we, what, he's like, what, we spend, is our record, like, signing, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the thing with Pogba is, we've done absolutely everything for Pogba. Everything. Everything you can think of. I, people might obviously say I'm wrong, that it hasn't been done. What? That's another debate for another day. But I feel like we've done everything to get the best out of Pogba. And we can't. So it's like, as I said, as I told you, it's not that as a player, I don't like Pogba, but as a guy, I can respect him. It's fine. Go elsewhere and do it. Do you get what I mean? Just don't destroy my mm-hmm. club. With Martial, his case is slightly different, isn't it? Like, we bought him as a talent. But has he done anything? No. The best season we probably got out of him was last season. Last year. And we thought he was going to push on this season. But it's been what? How many? He's obviously, he just started off bad, didn't it? This season. And nothing has changed. And I'm beginning to lose my frustration. I'm, bro, I'm, I'm just going to keep the same energy as I always do. I'm still going to give him until the end of the season. And at the end of the season, you're going to like, if he doesn't get a reasonable amount of goal by the end of the season, then it, it's just got to be it for him, to be honest with you. I'm still going to give him until the end of the season because he's 25 now. And we can't wait forever. Like, yeah, yeah. you can surely get someone else. So like, I'll give him to the end of the season to like, to see where, where he's at at the end of the season. But my problem is, you've got to drop him, let him work his way back. And this is my problem, another problem I have with Oli is because he trusts his players too much. Like, we can clearly see this guy's not banging goals. Like, just drop him. Look at Mason. He's moved him out. He's moved him out wide now. Because yeah, he's, like, he's not banging, he's now saying, okay, I've got a 33 or 34-year-old in Gavine, I'm going to play him through the middle. Yeah. I still want Martial on the pitch. You're going to play from the left. Yeah. He's still not banging. It just, yeah, it just goes, because I wanted him to move out to the left too, to be honest with you. I thought, you know what, that, for me, when I watch him, I think he's probably better coming in from the left. But the last couple, so he's started playing from the left the last couple of games or so, and he's mm. still, like, and he's, you're still getting the good chances and he's still not burying them. So it's like, I'm just done with you, bro. Because that same thing with like, Rashford still misses chances, but Rashford's still got 10 this season. Yeah, and Rashford works hard defensively as well. Yeah, and Rashford's still got yeah. 10. That's insane, bro. How's Rashford still got 10? And you, what, you're still on one or something? That, that, yeah, that what's, Greenwood, what's Greenwood got now? Who? Greenwood. I think Greenwood's was that his first goal the season? Two. No, it's two. He got two. one in Champions League. Yeah, he's got two. And I was so happy he scored yesterday because I'm not going to lie, this season I've been a bit worried about Greenwood. Mm. I've just been a bit worried that a, t- a, a corner might be turned and more off the ball stuff. You mean worried though? Are so um, off? Or would off you say even pitch, on the pitch you're worried about? Off it? the pitch, but then on the pitch as well. So you know how, like, you look at some how you look at someone can change by the things that happen off the pitch. But mm. if you start getting subbed in a couple of games that, and I wasn't really liking that. I was thinking for his career I'm, I'm, it's a patchy time that I'm a bit worried about getting subbed at mm. time and all of this stuff but seeing him yesterday I was like yep I want him to build on that because we know he's a talent this boy has lots of potential I just he's the best finisher at, he's the best finisher at the club isn't he? Bro, look at the goal that he scored 100%. yesterday bro the 100%. goal that he scored yesterday was just disgusting bro it's like the ball 
And then we was, I think everyone was like, everyone, everyone was analyzing a goal yesterday. Was saying, like, he reminds him, reminds him of Van Persie because <laughs> everyone said he knows that he's given Van Persie a lot of bad balls, but so he made them look. He good, makes though. them look good. He was saying like the ball that Tellers gave him weren't that great. It was just a back one behind him, but the ball was in the air. The confidence for you to hit on a half volley. Yeah, it's, the boy is something else. Like the confidence. Like he is something else, the boy, man. He is something else. Like just the talent is there. Just hopefully, just grows from this, isn't it? Because what yeah. regards like Martial, like just he needs to work his way back in. Like let him sit it out. Let him work his way back in in the in the like um game like the Carlin Cot games, whatever it is. <laughs> yeah, man. Trust me, yeah. man. I just I, that's it. To be fair, I just went to have that conversation. Yeah, like I'm t- like, I'm tired of it. Bro. Like, it like I was just so pissed off on like when on Wednesday when he was missing those chances, man. So pissed off, but because I just I just can't. I mean, I, I'm not I'm not I don't people to think. Oh, you speak. I'm not a martial hater. I'm just looking at him like any other footballer, and just trying to see what's my man offering that he's been there for six years and he's like everyone really really likes the brother. Like, mm-hmm. there's no difference to a man that may not have let go in the past. You know what? It's just and the it... thing is what you what you lot can't afford to do is do what we done is when you stunt the growth of another player that's coming through by i.e. Fear Walker always playing. When we had Ox, and Ox is a better player, but Wenger's still making Ox play right wing back, right back, mm. left back, centre mid. Brother, the brother's a better player than Fear Walker. Oh, but Fear come through. And he got 100 goals for Arsenal, so can you really say he didn't really do much? I never rated him the whole time he was there. But it's, yeah. for me, it's stunning the growth of Oxlade Chamberlain, isn't it? And for United, if United persist with playing Martial and say Greenwood, play off the left, play off the right, I will stick with this brother that doesn't bang. I personally think it will just stunt the growth of Greenwood. So sooner or later, you have got to get rid of him. That's what I would do anyway. Or like Tom said last week, just keep him and just hope that he doesn't go, they doesn't go anywhere else and back. Yeah. Well, we'll see anyway. Like as I said, it's definitely a situation that needs to be addressed, and it's one of those that they just got to sit him down. Just like if if you have to sell him, though, they just sell him. To be honest with you, but it just it's just so frustrating. Like when you see plays like that, you can see he's got bags of ability. Like it's just why can't you just perform, bro? Like I just honestly don't understand. But hey, let's just move on, man. Let's move on. Yeah, yeah. Talking about moving on, North London Derby. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we lost 2-0. So, Manchester Derby next week. What do you like to talk about? <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying, bro? There's been a lot of, like, Arteta out um, um, noises from coming from, like, the Arsenal fans, man. What you say? You, obviously, your, st- your stance is still the same. I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I think I think both our clubs are obviously position-wise not the same. You guys are fifth, we're fifteenth. Yeah, but in terms of the fan base being split on their on whoever's in charge of their club, I think ours is almost turning to that now as well. It's, it's almost like fifty-fifty. It might, it might be more Arteta out to be fair, but I'm still Arteta in. I didn't watch nothing from the performance today that made me sway to the other side. If you get what I think, like you see how you are, Oli out. I did, there's nothing. I didn't see nothing from today's performance that made me think. Yeah, we've got to get rid of this man, man. Mm. Because I thought the game panned out how it would have panned out. If if someone talk, if you don't watch the game and someone just said, yeah, so basically Tottenham just let Arsenal have the ball. They uh, pretty much parked the bus. They got they broke on the counter-attack. They scored two. Arsenal couldn't break them down, won the game 2-0. Someone would have said, mm, yeah, so- sounds about right. <laughs> sounds about right. Yeah. And when you watch it, there wasn't... Like, I didn't think we would win the game anyway. I based my logic off the fact that... I think I told you, Adi, I think it was Tom, I said, when we lost 2-1 to them last season, I thought we played really well. Ooh. And we lost 2-1. Yeah. 
And I didn't think, and I've watched us this season, we're not playing as well as we did to the back end of last season. Everyone can see that. So I think we've regressed how we're playing. So I don't expect us to play that well. And I think Tottenham spending more time with Mourinho structurally and tactically have got better. So I expect them to be harder to break down. I expect them to, to win the game. And it panned out exactly how I thought. They let us have the ball. So we looked good. We had like 69% possession, something like that. They had three shots on goal. We had two. We had more of the ball. But like I said, I think they let us have it. And yes, we look nice, but did we look dangerous? And when you watch the game, did you think mm. it was always that last ball was dead, like Bellerin's last, but let me not even get started. <laughs> let, me let me not. Let me not. Let me not. Let me not. My blood pressure will start rising again. Let me not. But apart from the Lacazette header that um, Lloris has had to push wide, I don't really... We weren't dangerous again, did we? We looked nice. We looked pretty on the eye, but there weren't much there. And like I said, from the Arteta, the manager's view, I don't think... What else can you do? What else, what else can you do in that game against a Mourinho team that's got a low block? They've got, a, they've got their centre-halves and they've got Hoiberg and Sissoko sat in front of them. As, so they've got a block right there. They've got Kane in front of them as well. They've got Kane in front of them. <laughs> <laughs> then, when, when, even, when, even when they're giving us more... Because in the second half, we had 77% possession. So he goes, you know what? To make it harder for them, I'm going to take off Lacelso and I'm going to bring on Ben Davis. I'm going to go to a five at the back. So then, what do we do? What do we do? Throw on more strikers? We threw Eddie and Kettery on. We left Aubameyang on. We left Lacquer on. Saka was on the pitch. Moved him to right back. There wasn't really much else we could have done. So we move on to Burnley. We lost the game. We lost to the, to the team that's top of the table. Oh. It's a North London derby. You never want to lose those games. But did we get battered? No. Was we, was we on the ropes? No. Did I think that we were going to get smoked? No. Did I, but did I think we were going to score? I have to be honest. No. <laughs> but then the thing is, obviously, like, obviously, you're saying you're watching today's game. And nothing that you saw today made you question Arteta. But, like, bro... You they didn't, got... I said that didn't make me sway towards the, yeah, okay, yeah, it's Arteta out time. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah, that's what you said. Yeah, it wasn't then watching today's, watching today's game, yeah, it's so frustrating sometimes. It just shows the na- how naive he is as a manager because, like, I think Alex Scott, um, Scott touched on it. You guys sent in, like, Big shout out to them. We were talking about it before he jumped on. Tierney today was amazing, bro. He didn't deserve to be like um, on the losing quality. team. Kieran was, Kieran was That's from all of us, right? Because we didn't talk yeah. to each other before we dialed into this call. But yeah. literally, individually, as we watched the match, I've just been looking at me like this. Like it was the ball that he amazing. gave to the ball that he gave to Aubameyang. That like, literally, no, it was um Gabriel. Was it Gabriel that headed the ball? Who did he give the ball to? Was no, he went to him for Oba. Like you don't what more do you want? Literally, it's he's putting that ball yeah. on your head. Like whole performance, nah, it, I just thought was he's, yeah, his whole performance was just amazing. Like, I think that left hand side it was just amazing like, yeah. with him and um Saka. But I think if it was you was to take any positive out of today's game, it would be both of them. But yeah, like going back to my point, bro, why are they keep doing the same thing? Like he's got to make adjustment during the games, bro. Throughout the whole second half, all they was doing through that left is kept on attacking and through that left and side, which is obviously you got Teeny playing well. Yeah, that's fair enough. But no one's headering the ball. You you sent in like thirty two crosses, thirty two yeah, yeah. crosses, and then like Alex Scott made a great point that yeah, like out of Aubameyang's seventy something goals that he's got for you guys, only three were headers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Only three were headers. And as the manager, you must note this. 
Why you, you know? Keep, yeah. Why you, I thought, like, why you keep telling them to cross it in? Nah, go, go on, Ade, go on, Ade. I'll let you make your point. Yeah, I found that interesting because obviously when the header happened and one of the commentators was like, oh, he's got to be disappointed with himself. And I thought, no, he doesn't. He knows he doesn't header the ball. Like, that's, <laughs> it's not even a thing. He doesn't header the ball. If he scores a headed goal, it's because maybe it was an easy one or something like that. He's not a renowned headerer of the ball. Mm. So I'm not too sure why they thought he would be. No, I think, and then just to touch on what T was saying, in terms of the crosses, yeah, it's like, like I said, you see the block that we spoke about. So you've got the two centre halves and the two in front of them, yeah? Yeah. Obviously, naturally, everyone wants to play through the middle, isn't it? Football game, you want a lot in the middle. You want to penetrate through the middle. But the way their block is set up, they almost set you up to say, you're not going to go wide. So you have, the ball has to go wide, yeah. isn't it? Mm. And once the ball goes wide, we weren't creating enough triangles out there for now, for a ball to be slipped down the side to make it easier, it was more like, okay, we can't get the triangles working there, so the ball has to go in as a cross. Now, you know if you cross it in there, they've got Dyer, Alderweireld in there, Harry Kane's back there, doing the ball Harry as well. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought Mourinho just set it up perfectly because I think Mourinho would have told them, boys, as long as they don't go through our middle, yeah, whatever they put in the box, I have 100% confidence that you're not going to be able to deal with that. It's Aubameyang in there. Mm. Aubameyang's not outleaping my centre-halves and if I put Sissoko back there, it's not happening, isn't it? Yeah. And that's that's what you could see. How frustrating. We were trying to go through the middle, and nothing's happened. I think the only time we got through the middle was when Partey made that burst through. I remember he squared it to, and then he was able to slot it to Abba. Yeah. And then Abba, I thought Abba was going to shoot, but then he's back killed it to Saka, and then Saka's kind of crossed it, and we've fucked up. But I can't remember us going through the middle. Other than that, I just thought we did what we could, and it played into Tottenham's hands because you know how they were going to set up. They was happy. I yeah, think, well, I think... like that, and that's the thing, isn't it, bro? We know, like, what Mourinho done is no surprise. We like, like the one. The beat City just playing the same way because everyone find it difficult. City couldn't break them down. Chelsea couldn't break them down. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You they beat they beat you they beat you like away from home six one. It's not. I mean, I, I hear what you're saying. So you make adjustments, and I, I hear you hundred percent. But that's just easier said than done when you're playing a Jose yeah. Mourinho team. We see we see Mourinho in the league since what oh five, bro. Even that old Chelsea team. They're so difficult down the middle. It's like he set them up with that low block. So you're gonna have to go down every time. Remember, he's never lost to us. You know. Yeah, yeah. Never, so I've watched my team play against Mourinho's team all the time. And like I said at the start of my speech, this is the formula. Get the logo, yeah. make them go out wide. They're not, they can't do nothing. And we couldn't again yeah. today. Yeah, like, like obviously by no means, I didn't think he was going to win. Yeah, game I don't anyway. think anybody. I'll, I'll be very honest. I'll be, yeah. I didn't think he was going to go into that game winning. But I think he, sometimes, obviously, he gives like the fans the ammunition to like bash him in terms of like, like look for little things like that really and truly. And I just don't, and I think he's... I don't know, man. I don't, I think I don't the fans got to be realistic, man. I, I don't know whether... You, but obviously, you got to understand that after you play 10 games, the league will start shaping up. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, all the fans has got to look at is, okay, now we've we played 11 games. We're 15th. Like, bro, it's unheard of. You played 11 games and lost, what, five, six? six. No, we've lost, we've lost six. Yeah, we've lost six. That's crazy. I man. think we've lost six. One, four, drew one, innit? Yeah, that's like, that's crazy. It's, Six. It's unfortunate that today you are playing Tottenham, right? Because yeah. the reality of it is no one expected you to win. I had it down as a Tottenham win all day. And it was never going to go well once Mr. Son, Father, Grandfather scored that goal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ooh. what a goal. So once he did that, it was, it was up, uphill because they've gone ahead. There's nothing much you can, you can do, right? Hmm. So no, it's just not, unfortunate not, not against that Spurs block, game. Yeah, it was just it was unfortunately it was a Spurs game that just yeah it put you in this position. 
Like you didn't, you didn't get battered at all. But then, just, just like put on the flip side, Ham. Yeah, in terms yeah. Of, you're saying in terms of Arteta, there's nothing he could have done. Like, let's say Burnley comes on the set up like that. Then what? What? What do you do? Are you still saying this? They still can't score. If Burnley's thought, okay, you know what? This is what Mourinho done. We're gonna do exactly the same thing. We're yeah, I don't. Come... I don't expect Burnley to start um, any different. To be fair. Yeah. So what? What should you not be beating Burnley? Obviously. That's why you got to understand the frustration on the fans sometimes. But know? I get what I get. Listen, I'll tell you, everyone's entitled to their opinion. If they, they think that they could be doing better or they could think of someone that could do better, I get it. Burnley going to come out there to set up. The only, the only hope you linger when you play them smaller teams if they don't have the quality up top like these teams that are beating us have. Mm. So, you see, so if you look at today's game, they have Kane mm. and Sonaldo. <laughs> mm. If Kane and Sonaldo play for us today, we probably win the game. <laughs> mm. So I say, where's, where's the, when, you, when you're playing lower and low, lower teams, their quality up top just isn't there. Um, Barnes, Wood, decent players, but they're, they're just not as good, in it? So you're going to have more of the ball. So in, so in theory, you should have more chances. In theory, you should put those chances away. So you should win those games against the um, lesser teams because the quality they have ain't really going to hurt you. But we'll see. I think, I think what's going to be mad is if we lose yeah, to Burnley at home, yeah, mm. the outcry and the outpour after that game Will be mad. Yeah, that will be mad. That will so, be crazy. And I think what you need, and you know what, I was thinking of the other day is that I think he should have just he, he should he should be playing Aubameyang in some of those um, Europa League games. Europa League games. Like, the yeah. guy hasn't scored. Do you get what I mean? Confident. He mm-hmm. needs, like he's gonna be playing in his mind. He needs he needs to get a goal to get his confidence back. Yeah, yeah, 100%. and I know I. Like you know me, I'm not I'm not a fan of Bamiang anyway. But and well, I, I I can admit that I don't think it's all these fault because at the end of the day, you know what his strengths are in it. We all know that off the ball, Bamiang can't do much off the ball. And if you're not creating nothing much for him, like then there's nothing he can do. So it's like he needs to start playing him in those um, Europa League games to get his confidence back up. Okay. Because even next even week when he scores two, just to put that in, he scores two next week. So get him in your fantasy team. He's going to score two next week. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. I said it. I said it today. Let's see, boy. Because, yeah, like, obviously a lot of people is getting at him. Obviously, ever since he signed his contract, he hasn't done much. But I I, I don't blame that all on him. Because, and that, this is what, obviously, you got to blame on Teta. You know what the strengths are. He's the best player in the team. Why are you, ta- like, why are you sacrificing your best player and start him on the left or whatever it is you're doing, you know that what you're doing is doesn't get you're not getting the best out of Bamiyang. Yeah, whatever tactic nice. you're working on, if you have one great player, it's kind of like how I was complaining about Pogba. You are gonna try and you got to cater to their demand. Yeah, exactly, you? yeah, cater to their demand. Set up the team so you can get the best out of it. Of course, you're Auburn not going. Gonna... needs Auburn needs he needs a player like a like a Bruno. That's gonna. That's hundred percent gonna find him at least two chances to put away. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Every game, because Bruno does that for you a lot. He might score, but then he will still give. He will still find Martial. Like that little perfect example, the PSG game. Everyone's thinking Bruno's on form. He's gonna smash it, left foot volley, cut it mm. back for Martial. And fair enough, it was a great block. But I'm saying those type of small details there, we don't yeah. have that in our middle. I remember you. You said T. So, but you don't think Sabayos is the guy? And obviously Ozil doesn't. Ozil not even our match day squad. So we don't have nothing creatively 
that's really going to create for my man. And I've played in midfield and I've played the strikers that are really good. Like, if I'm playing behind Ade, yeah, and I'm not giving Ade a chance and Ade goes six, seven games without a chance, yeah, the fickle mind will get onto Ade because he's the striker, he's not scoring. Mm. But Ade's just going to turn around and say, yeah, but Ham plays centre mid. He doesn't feed me. My fullbacks don't feed me. How the fuck? Well, do you think I'm Messi or Ronaldo? I'm not going to get the ball and beat him, man. Mm. I'm, obviously on I'm, the at the side. Of, I'm at the mercy of the 10 players that play behind me. I play at the top of this team. So I'm at the mercy of the 10 behind me. If they're not really doing much, and yes, if the manager's not putting me in position, then fair enough. But if I'm getting into those positions and I'm not putting them away, then you can point the finger at me. Yeah, and the thing is, on the flip side, this is why I think people do get at him, and which I'm not surprised about. And why people are getting at him is, is I don't understand. It's because if he's not scoring, then he offers nothing else. And obviously people are like, what he's gone missing? What is he doing? Of course he's going to go missing. Like, when have you ever really seen Aubameyang doing anything else? Yeah, of course, yeah, of course, of course. You can't have your cake and eat it. You can't have your cake and eat it as a football fan. What the fuck do you want your number nine to do? Score all the goals, or you want him to do look pretty and look nice, but not score as many goals? Yeah, it really don't. He doesn't do anything, and that's and that's always been my grapple about him. I want my number nine to score twenty goals a season plus every year. That's it. That's my grapple about him all the time is the fact that he can't do anything else unless a chance is created for him. Like anything outside that box or anything. To get involved in like um, the, in, get involved in play, he just he just can't do that, bro. And that and that's the and that's the bad thing about it, it? because times like this, you do need your number nine when you're struggling for goals. We need that Thierry Henry. We need that Thierry Yeah, just to pull, yeah, just pull, like pull something out of the bag. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. different but, strikers though, isn't it? Different yeah, strikers. but you're not gonna get that from him, innit? But yeah, hey. you know that you know you're gonna get. It. It's like, come on, man. <laughs> you're gonna get that from, but yeah, we move on anyway. But yeah, off that, yeah, you got to be in Burnley next week, cause boy. <laughs> yeah, but moving on to next that. week though, what do you think? What do you think of your prospects though? Manchester Derby fifth against six. Mm. What are you saying? <laughs> I think no. I think we got a chance. Like I think I, sh- I don't see why we shouldn't go. I think the only thing that can possibly like dampen our our me going into that game is the um, Leipzig game. So obviously, if we if we don't qualify for the next stage of the Champions League, that's that's obviously going to be playing in their mind. Last team you want to face after such game will be Manchester City. So, but I think we got a chance, man. It's a 50-50 game. I think any, it can go either way because I think Man City are just trying to find their feet in the, within the last couple of games. But they yeah, played, yeah. Um, they, they look, they look, they, they look like they're on the box still. Yeah, but they play Burnley and Fulham. Not, mm. No disrespect to them, but they're not. So, hopefully, if our players are fit, I don't see why we can't beat them, to be honest with you. But it would be, it'd be one of those 50-50 games, really. So, it can go either way. Are they, what are you saying? Nil-nil. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll go United 2-1. You're saying that because you're a United fan or you're saying that because that's what you think is going to happen? No, because that's what I think is going to happen. Okay, okay, okay. So, Ade, we say you think a score, a, a nil-nil board yeah, draw? It's just going to be one of those nil-nil board draws. Um, yeah. I think we're both on a decent run in the Premier League. Obviously, we've probably played the harder games. I think they're getting better. Um, yeah, and I think we'll yeah, probably just nullify each other. If we do score, maybe be 1-1. One, one. But, yeah. I'm not. It's going to be openly. very interesting to see the, the team and the formation that Oli puts out, though. Yeah, we tinkered it a lot recently, and it's kind of got success. Obviously, he brought subs on; they're working. So it's going to be interesting to see what he does. <laughs> yeah, because it's do you put Pogba in or do you just lock it up with Fred and his brother McTomin? McDonald's <laughs> <laughs> like like and Fred Yeah, <laughs> stuff like that that like you you wonder. But yeah, be interested to see. 
or do you play or do you play the um the young lad up top and we leave we find we finally drop Martial and play Greenwood through the middle. I think Martial's injured anyway. Oh, you so come he came off, off injured. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he came off injured. So I don't know how serious the injury is. But, um... <laughs> he probably injured himself trying to score. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what, Adi? You probably you play up front, so you know how confidence affects strikers. He's probably not confident. Like, you know what? Let me just tell them my shoulders hurting, Jerry. <laughs> you know what? It's probably true because I know there have been a couple of games. So after like my last injury a couple of years ago, when I came back to football, um, every time I shot with my right leg, it's skewed to the left. So there are certain positions when they gave me the ball. I, just... I was wondering why your shots were always getting over at one time. <laughs> it was just skewed to the left. If you think our last season at seven aside, I didn't score a single goal. Yeah, I was wondering. I was wondering. I was just about to bring that up. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes when I get the, the balls coming to me, I'm like, just don't pass it to me. <laughs> just don't pass it. But <laughs> once the confidence starts going down, it's yeah. It's, but it's, it's the worst it's... thing to lose in football, you know. Yeah, their confidence, mm-hmm. and especially for a striker, because you you just stop getting into them chances, like into them positions no more. You're just like you know, what? I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't Start want running it. away from the position. Yeah, yeah, I don't want it. You you'll rather get marked. I mean, no, I'm marked. You can't pass me, bro. I'm marked. <laughs> uh, you know what it is? You start second guessing yourself in it, like stuff that you you like you would do without not thinking. Naturally. Well, yeah, naturally. What you start like? Oh, should, should I place it left? Should I place it right? Oh, should I try and dink him? You start second guessing yourself, man. Yeah. Confidence is, is a big thing in football, man. Big thing. No, nah, but the young boy, the young boy, um, Mason, man, he ain't suffering from no lack of confidence, but he's he, he's on fire. He's on fire. Talking about talking about young boys, obviously we got one over our, over at our side who um, we're hoping that I think he's back. Well, not think I know he's back in training now. Martinelli, I'm talking about him, and um, hopefully he can come back and maybe he might be the spark that we need in it. Who knows? In it, yeah. But um, speaking, speaking, go on, T. No, no, go on, go on, go on. Yeah, yeah, no, just just speaking about him and speaking about the impact that young players can have. Like, obviously, you lot got uh, Mason, City got Phil Foden, we got Saka. I think you both said Saka had a good game today. I think Saka's already yeah. got four caps for England already. And he's so, obviously, versatile, isn't it? Man can play left wing, left back, right back, do his swing and whatnot. So, speaking about young players and whatnot, obviously, the FA and the EFL have had to sign off on this. This new rule, isn't it? Because of Brexit, can't yeah. can't sign no players from. It's the EU in it. You can't sign no players from the EU. So under the age of eighteen. Yeah. So before we couldn't even sign under eighteens um, outside the EU. So now this just deads under eighteens totally. So this now includes the EU. So well, yeah, no under eighteens coming our way. Yeah. So like, you won't be able to get the likes of like Pogba, Cesc, Bellerin at a young age anymore. So, Fuck that guy. <laughs> Why do you think they've bought like 15 under 18s in the last six months? Chelsea, like, no, you won't do this to us. <laughs> so how do you how do you not think that's going to affect things moving forward though for the um the, the prem the prem clubs and obviously EFL, but no one cares about it. Um, <laughs> I think probably have to spend more money to be honest with you because like with the way things are nowadays, a lot like you can get an 18 year old, you can clearly see his quality by 18 nowadays, man. And look at Haaland. So, if you wanted to scoop him up at, what, 16, 17, then, yeah. Or the Dortmund boy, my Coco. No, Haaland. I'm just saying, no, like, Haaland, he's 16, isn't it? You can't get him he's now. He's 16. Yeah, yeah, you can't get him. He just turned 16, yeah. Yeah. Well, you can't get Gio Reyna. You might see Gio Reyna's goal the other day. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you can't get him. 17, yeah, well, you can't get, well, actually, Judas from here, isn't it? But let's just say, like, there was a Jude Bellingham in, I don't know, Czech Republic, and he was just lighting it up. You can't get him. <laughs> no. You know the best, you know what? They might probably, I think, what they might start doing 
there'll probably be a lot of tapping up deals. So what they'll probably do is probably drop a little bit of money for the club and say, look, hold this player for us until... <laughs> yeah, yeah, so literally that was going to be my response was that yeah. fraud is just going to increase yeah, I think nothing's going to change like you have to consider that a lot of the Premier League teams even the smaller ones have partnerships with teams in Europe so what they'll do is that they'll just park the player there and then send them over when they're 18 but then I guess part of the issue is um, even the other European even when you're 18 you still need to um, pass a points-based system. Yeah, work, yeah, to get the work permit. To get the work permit. Yeah. So they're probably, you park them there, you tell the team, you need to fulfill all these requirements because we need this boy to get um, a work permit when the as time comes. As soon as he turns 18. As soon as he turns 18. So do what you need to do for us. Like Barca, they'll do it. They've got teams all over the place. They've got, um, just get one of their teams in Spain, park you there, make sure you play 90% of the games and we'll take you. Like, mm. It's just fraud, basically. I, I don't think anything's going to change. The fraud will but just don't get... you think that the emphasis will be on... Because I think, personally, it's a good thing for um, like players that play for academies now. You know, like If you play for your like Arsenal or United or City, you don't have to worry about the club bringing in a foreign player, like a foreign 15-year-old from Portugal. When you've got the lad from like Rochdale who lived, who's down the road, and he's a Manchester United fan through and through, he plays centre mid. He's fifteen with hopes to make it to the first team, and they just bring on like they just bring over like three Portuguese brothers in his position. <laughs> uh, what else? I think the onus is going to be on clubs to get their academies better, isn't it? Like get get better get better product coming through their own academies instead of looking elsewhere. You're going to have to because you can't sign them now, isn't it? So yeah. You're going to have to look closer to home. I, I do think, like, obviously with Chelsea, where they buy 500 a year, so I think that will obviously <laughs> reduce. So it might give, like, the local lad a bit more opportunity to shine in the, in the immediate future. Yeah. But then I think once you get to 18, you still run the risk of them signing all the kids with high potential as they used to. So you might just have a bit more time to showcase your talent. Yeah, but you, exactly as I'm saying. Yeah. So you, you can go from 16 to 18, that cut off. Yeah, you might sign your YT. Yeah. And you've shown enough for them to say, you know what, actually, we don't need Fabio Silva from Portugal. You know, we've got a little Billy Gilmore here. Yeah. <laughs> and he's good but enough. You, but they can't only sign, I think there's what, there's there's a limit, right? You can't use sign, like, you can't sign any more than three under 21. Under 21, yeah, yeah. This January, yeah. So I think this January, you can only sign three. But then going forward, I think it's like six. So... It's six a year or something like that. So, actually, it 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 is better, right? Because there is there is a limit. Because we know Chelsea, they'll literally buy fifty if they can. Because yeah. I think since um, the summer, they probably signed six or so, knowing that this was going to come into into play. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see how it works out. But I know like United's got quite a few young players in over the last couple seasons. Maybe that's why all the all the teams just kept kept on buying a lot of young players just because they know this was coming up. Yeah, yeah. I think it is why because we bought I think three players under the age of sixteen in the summer and we bought two eighteen year olds and yeah. spent money on the eighteen year olds. So yeah, we spent money on the <laughs> we spent money, but because we bought the, the two Spanish players too at the right and left back. Yeah, no, I definitely I definitely think I think it's obviously it's got pros and cons in it, but I'm trying to see the positive out of it. Like I said, if you're if you're a young kid and you're playing for one of them teams, all you want to do when you're playing young is just to see a pathway in it. Just want to be able yeah. to see can I make it into the first team, and the less obstacles in my way, the better, man. Yeah, definitely, yeah, the better. Definitely. 
Shout out to that Ukrainian boy that came over to Dulles when I was there, bro. He was fucking sick. But yeah, I told you, I told you a funny thing. You lot know I'm slow, yeah. So this brother, yeah, come from Ukraine, yeah. But he played centre mid in it. I played centre. He was he was kind of sick, yeah. I can't even lie. I can't remember his name for shit. But he was mad slow, yeah. So <laughs> so obviously in training, yeah. Obviously you know like you're doing you're doing, you're doing like doggies and sprints, yeah. Mm. Tell me, yeah, why this brother, yeah, beat me in a race, yeah. <laughs> and my manager goes to me, have. How the fuck are you letting a comment be his name? Beat you in a race, bro. <laughs> Fucking glad just come over. And the brother couldn't really speak English. He was like, that's when I knew, yeah, that football is universal. His brother couldn't really speak English, but he was cold, though. Yeah. I had to put myself out there. Because one of my bridges hit me up. He listened to the podcast. And he was listening. You know, last week when I said that about we was getting weighed in pre-season. Tried to say that. Yeah. You always came in the heaviest. That's such a lie. <laughs> <laughs> such a lie. But it's cool. It's better, isn't it? You can say what you want, Raymond. <laughs> That's funny. No, <laughs> oh, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that that whole thing shapes out. In terms of the six, is that um six overall foreign foreign players? No, I think it's under twenty under twenty ones. Just under twenty ones. Yeah, I think okay. under twenty ones. Okay. So, so if I sign out under twenty one from like Preston or something, that adds to the to, to the six idea. Yeah? No, I think it's only the Euro. I think from Europe. So the way Tom, you were saying, there's. That three limit, right? That three mm. limit is for Europe, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So that's for this January, but then I think this particular January window, but then I think going forward, it's six for the year. So it must be Europe. It must be just European outside of the UK. And then I think as part of like, in order to meet, so I think they're doing like a points um, tally, basically. You have to, I think you have to get to like 15 points. But then there's like there's exceptions. You um, if you can't get make the fifteen points, I think I can't I can't remember what I read anyway. Yeah. But, um, what was I gonna say? But I think a lot of it is based on like your international appearance. So I think there's an in, there's an aspect of international appearance. But to be honest, um, I think the major part is what team you're playing for. Because if you're playing okay. for one of the big teams in one of the big leagues, you and even if it's a mediocre team in one of the big leagues, you're you've pretty much got gotten most of the points. Mm-hmm. But I think the league you play in probably counts the most, and then um, maybe international because I think if you've played regularly for a team in the top fifty in the UEFA rankings, then it'll be easier as well. So there's certain yeah. things that you can get, but obviously this thing doesn't only apply to footballers; it also applies to coaches and managers. Okay. So you get um, managers like if they had brought this in earlier, managers like David Wagner wouldn't have been able to come across. Or that Norwich manager. Okay. Yeah. So. Okay. Cool. Yeah. No. So. Um. But I'm. I'm guessing what the teams will obviously do is once they'll probably spot this. And I think another positive thing too is that once you spot a player between the ages like 16 or so, I'm guessing it gives you like two years to actually see whether they'll actually make it or not. So actually, you can watch them for much longer than you, than usual because usually if you watch them like after the first month or so, you want to, like, buy them straight away because you're scared that another team might come and pick them up. But, yeah, but now you've got the Spain. Spain can just wrap Yeah, up. the other nations can buy them, though, isn't yeah. it? Oh, yeah, they yeah, yeah. them yeah, up yeah, quick. Yeah, yeah, I see what you mean. Put them in their gallery yeah. for 10 years. Yeah. And obviously, what I was going to say, the point I'm trying to make is, if you do want to buy a play, I'm guessing, like, in terms of the meeting, like, the threshold, you obviously use that, the, like, the year or two that you have to make sure they're in the right position to come over so you don't have to, like, to be wasting time once they get, like, reach 18. So, hopefully, we'll see how it works out. But, yeah, I guess we're going to lose out on a few talent. And it just means I have to spend more money, to be honest with you. 
Like Premier League, you probably have to spend more money. How much you lot want to spend, man? You spent a billion pounds already, bro. How much no, money no, you no, want to spend? Just, there we go. No, oh, so I say the Premier League, bro. The Premier League will have to spend more money. That's what's gonna be though, because if you think about it, if all the other countries like the Spain, the Italy are, are picking up the young players before us, and if we want to buy talent, we're gonna have to buy it off them. <laughs> you have to spend money to to get them. Damn, you're not bro. the Premier League. The, the club have to spend the money. The Premier League, obviously, it's their product, isn't it? But if you lot don't want to buy the player, don't buy the player. Yeah, I mean, like, the, yeah, the clubs in the Premier League have to spend the money. Yeah, yeah. Have to spend money. Like, you like you know, obviously. The clubs that have the money, sir. We don't have it, so we can't do that. <laughs> so, like, yeah, you have to spend the money. Boy, I have to wait and see how, like, in terms of the teams, like, it affects. Who... Yeah, side note. You know, you know, you lot, um, Wolves got that brother for 35M after he only played one first team game, bro. 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 Yeah. He's 18 years old, bruv. He must be fucking amazing, bruv. <laughs> no, think about it. He played one first-team game and they played 35 million for him. Bro, I, don't I need know. to see what this guy does in the front. Every time he comes on, yeah, I watch him closely, you know. I need to see what I need to see what Wolf saw in him, bruv. He actually did all right last week coming on against Arsenal, but then he got slobbed. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, because he came on again today. Against he came Liverpool. on again today, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, Liverpool put on a clinic against them, not boy. Yeah, man, look, that team... You might as well give him the title, man. Like, I know I didn't... I know I um, I said City was going to win the league, but I don't think Liverpool was winning to let this league go. <laughs> what, about, what about Spurs, bro? Spurs got this. Nah, man. I, I think it's a good... Go. I think it's a more exciting league, though, because I think the last three seasons it's just been the two-headed race, isn't it? Mm. I think this yeah. year it's, it's mad. It's, I think, and I think it's going to stay this way, isn't it? I think it'll be mad open. Like you said, City are climbing up the table... Tottenham are top. Obviously, Liverpool are not giving up that title anytime soon. I think it's good, though. I think it's good. You know they're playing each other in 55 minutes. Yeah, yeah, they are. Liverpool, Tottenham. Oh, this month is going to be great for football. It's just going to be fantastic. It's going to be great, but you start to wait and see. I was talking, you know what? Who was I talking to? Was it you, Ham? I was talking about how the Premier League set us up, man. We played all the big teams at home. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and by the time we played them away, all the fans will be back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And hopefully, <laughs> they would increase the capacity. Yeah. Because hopefully this week went like smooth sailing, another 2,000. Then hopefully they, it can increment 4,000, 6,000. I thought that was too small, in, in all honesty. Um, when they announced it, what came to my mind was why didn't they go on a percentage basis? Yeah, Simon Jordan had the down. same point of view. As, it doesn't make sense. Huge. Right, because if... Your stadium's capacity is 4,000. My stadium's capacity is 75,000. It's, it's, it's very different. Percentage makes sense. But then even some of these smaller teams, so forget the Premier League ones, but it probably costs you more money to open your ground for 2,000 people. Yeah, yeah. I, money you, I, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think in, like, they're probably thinking about that, the travel, like the, yeah, man, that to the stadium. Fun, yeah, I think yeah, it's probably more the commute to to like to the ground than anything. I reckon. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, who you know really? Nah. But yeah, you're, you're definitely right about that. I didn't even think about that. You're probably costing them more money. Yeah, because you have to get security, all of yeah. this electricity before you didn't even need to turn on <laughs> turn on the light. Trust me, bro. <laughs> now, but quickly, I just touch on that quickly. What do you lot make of the um? Obviously, the Millwall and West Ham, though, like the fans and booing when the boy, when the players were kneeling. What was your lot's point of view on that? Because quickly, I got I into did. a little, I got into a little thing on Instagram. I don't know if you lot saw it, yeah, mm-hmm. but um, on the Sky Sports page, I must, I must have um, commented in it. I said, um, can't really expect anything different from the Millwall fans in it, and it just, go, it just goes to show that 
um, racism is a societal issue, isn't it? It's got nothing to do, it's not um, isolated to football. Mm-hmm. And then some idiot tried to justify the booing, bruv. He tried to say, oh, I'm totally against racism as well, but this BLM stuff, and um, you don't, it doesn't need to carry on for much longer and whatnot. And I kind of got into like a back and forth with a guy on um, Insta. I just wanted to know what you lot felt about it. Obviously, the West Ham, you lot, you lot were playing there, innit? And three black guys happened to score. Yeah. Um, with the West Ham one, I didn't actually... It wasn't as obvious as, like, the Mule one, because I watched the game and I didn't really hear it. It wasn't until after the game that I went on social media that I, actually, um, I saw it. But I didn't I didn't realise um, during the game. Um, the Mule one, I, what do you expect from Mule, to be honest with you? Like, I'm not surprised. If anyone knows... Like the Bermondsey area, you grew up in South London, and you know, um, you're obviously going to know what Millwall's all about, to be honest with you. So I'm not surprised about the Millwall one. But yeah, yeah, but what do you, bro, I don't know what to expect from that like, Millwall. But I was quite surprised about the West Ham one, though, because I actually didn't hear it during the game. Mm-hmm. But in terms of like the movement, um, yeah, like, look, I'm a bit 50 50 with the movement. Like, obviously, we've like, um, it's gone on for quite a while now. And with me, is like, what is the end goal? What are we achieving now by by because obviously you can't continue forever, right? What purpose is it still serving? Mm-hmm. So like like we've done it. We're trying to create awareness. Like, but what purpose is it is it still serving now? It's still aware. If anything, let's just like wear a handbag, like like come put BLM posters around the stadium and so forth. But what purpose is kneeling on the floor still serving? So um, like, so I didn't I didn't I thought it was going to end in October. To be honest with you, I didn't think it was going to go on for this long so I do obviously like I do understand when people do say like it's been going on forever like unless it, there's a plan and there's a purpose like the re- there's still a reason why we're still doing it I can like then I'll feel like okay cool but it's done what it has to do do you know what I mean raise awareness and the Premier League are working in like behind closed doors to try and pull measures in place so uh, yeah I'm with there's no point still doing it to be honest with you I'm with that what's your stance on it so yeah I was, to be honest I was hoping this wouldn't come up because my views on stuff can sometimes be a bit, a bit funny. But that's why you're on a podcast, man. Share your views, man. <laughs> I, I'm over the needing, right? I'm over the needing. Don't mean it. Don't mean nothing to me no more. It was, it was good at the height of the issue, but the longer it goes on, the less significant it is. Um, obviously, it's nice to be seen, but as Tom said, it's the action that's the most important thing. And um, luckily, over the summer, I was, um, I was opportune to be introduced to um a lady called edlene that's on the board of the fa she's part she's a diversity director and okay. of follow her on linkedin as well and i see all the things that they're doing that they put out there but i'm sure there's lots of other stuff behind the scenes that's we're not seeing yet so the kneeling is just a gesture for me and one thing i always say and i say this a lot is i feel as if there's so much pressure put on people to talk about supporting the Black Lives Matter movement that they just do it anyway, even though they might be the most racist of racists, right? And I will prefer to know that if I'm going to drown, the person that I'm stretching my arm out to save me, like, I, if they hate me, I prefer to know they hate me from the get-go. Not that it's on the day that they need to save me that I now realise they're a racist, but because mm. they felt pressure, they mm. have to just support it. So I'm like, don't force people to kneel down. Right, it's always been a societal issue. There are going to be footballers that are kneeling down, that don't care, that are racist, but for their image rights, all of this stuff, it makes sense for them to do it. 
and I'm not even going to say just the Millwall fans, bro. They're going to be Liverpool fans, United, all over, in it, yeah. Crystal Palace fans that are exactly the same, right? The ones that have guts will boo. They're going to be many others that don't have guts but feel exactly the same way. There are some that are going to be clapping that feel exactly the same way. So I'm not even going to call out Millwall on that, right? It's the society and you, you just never know, right? You've got people backing you saying, oh, yeah, i got black friends. But when they get home and they're saying different things, you just never know, right? So I, I'm personally, I'm over the kneeling. I don't really care about what the Millwall fans did. Like, mm-hmm. own, own your truth. I'm happy with you owning your truth and let me know who you, who you are and where I stand. So, yeah, I'm just hoping there is movement, like, in terms of progress. But until, like, people's thoughts and ideas in society change, it, we're not going to get anywhere. Yeah, no, I echo, I echo both your sentiments still. I just, I just brought it up because obviously it happened. And also because um, I think you both did, but I watched the Anton Ferdinand documentary, innit? Yeah. So I think it was just fitting that that happened years ago, bro. And how much change has really happened from then till now, bro. You had a, you had, I think you had a championship player come out say he got racially abused. You've got players playing in that, but um, under twenty three saying they're getting abused or whatnot. And um, you saw the documentary anyway. I don't really want to go into it too tough in it. Obviously, the effects it had on Anton as as a man in it. Forget the forget the football side of things as a man. So, yeah, the kneeling, the leaning is good. It raised awareness, like you both said. I don't really want to um, go over what you both said, but um, the action and. It just needs, I think for us, it needs to be implemented, but it needs to be implement, implemented like as soon as possible. In it, I don't want us, I don't want it to be dragged under the carpet. And why is it taking so long for change? Is a question we need to ask as well. Why, like, what's yeah. going on? Like the sanctions. Why can't you see the sanctions here? Yeah, I just think that's something that could be done quickly. Like in terms mm. of if we're finding clubs twenty, okay, it's not enough. It's clearly not. What are we doing to find them? Can we find them more? Can we kick them out of competitions and stuff like that? But stuff like that, I think, can happen quicker, quicker than just Nina. I feel like Nina, like Ade touched on it, it's like a token gesture now, and it's kind of like a rebuttal. Like you know, when you're boxing, you just keep jabbing a man's face off. It's just like you're yeah. keeping them off. You just keep jabbing. Yeah, yeah. We'll just keep. We'll just keep the black people and the black players happy. We're still kneeling. Still got BLM all over the place. But what are we actually doing behind closed doors? Like Ade said. So I think it is a touchy subject, and um, it is something to watch. But um, if if they're gonna boo whilst the players are kneeling then maybe is a consideration to do we stop kneeling but then you've got an argument if we stop kneeling are we giving in to the fans that are booing that's how i was just about you know to say but you should know what continue kneeling to show some of this so i don't know in it yeah. i think i was about to say that but you know the thing is ham yeah this is why i don't think it should have gone up for that long and the, and the premier league should have stopped because we it. left ourselves open for this to happen right exactly yeah yeah and i hear you on that like, should it like because now so i think they're gonna they're gonna be caught in two minds now. Like, should we stop it now? When if we stop it now, it will be as it will, it will be as if that like, um yeah they've won because it's of like public pressure. Yeah, we don't we're, we're stopping it because of public pressure. Or if and if we continue it to go, then how long can it really last for? They should have really stopped it because I thought yeah, yeah. they were gonna stop it in October. I think that I thought because of like Black History Month, they were gonna stop it straight after that. But then why it went on for like a whole of November? It just didn't like. What I, I want just... to hear is, I just want to hear from a player, and I want to hear from a prominent player how they feel about kneeling and what and what what suggestions they have. Yeah, no, you know, like a Jordan yeah, Henderson or yeah, like a yeah. Ben Mee, you know, like a white player that kneeled and it's still mm. kneeling. I want to know what they. I know what the black players. I know what Tyrone Mings feels about it. I already know what Raheem mm. feels. I want to know what the white mm. players that are kneeling, that are captains mm. of their mm. club, what they feel. Yeah, yeah no, it'd be nice to see. But to be honest, it's just best for them to just like stop it. Once or for all, you know what the best thing they can actually do is like, you know what? Okay, cool. 
we're gonna like December so or so, but the ending of the year we're gonna stop needing. Do you know what I mean? Make it maybe like give everyone notice. It's the best thing to do, bro, to be honest. Give like the Premier League notice so everyone's aware of it because what's like the fans, as Adi said, it's not just gonna be New Wall fans, it's just not gonna be West Ham fans. No, of course not. It's a lot of the place. But, yeah. but once they do that, they gotta bring something with it. You know, like you said, Tom, I think that's a good idea. If they say December sixth, we're not gonna kneel. But you see that December sixth, yeah. Something's mm. got to come with that. It can't just be okay. We'll stop kneeling. So okay, so yeah. what we were kneeling for, we'll go on for that. What's going on there? Mm. Yeah. Like, oh, no, nothing. And I think, still, and I we're think, we're still working on it. You know what? You know what would be nice is just to get updates every now and then what they're working on. Like that would be nice. At least we know that or oh, something is being done. We'll see. I mean, we got think. VAR trying to fucking find out if the ball went over the line yesterday for Man United's <laughs> first goal, bro. <laughs> fucking it, bro. Bro, that was actually a joke. I'm fucking thinking, it, How bro. are you going to prove that? There's no that way they can prove that, bro. That we want to sweat mine and stuff like that, but we got fucking racism happening. We can't do nothing about that. <laughs> actually, like, on that, actually, quickly, I wanted to, because, you know, um, last week was talking about um, Gary Neville's, um, talking about VAR and stats. So we were talking about Gary Neville last week about the stats he brought for Liverpool. So um, one of our listeners, Saeed, Saeed's always got something to come back with from every week, <laughs> every week. I want to so know he's what he basically... thinks about Martial, but I'm going to phone him later. <laughs> um, now, to be honest, I do agree with him with this one. Um, so he's just basically saying that um, Gary Neville has just used that stats basically solely just to um, prove his point. So he manipulated those stats to prove the point he wants to make. Um, and he hasn't considered a lot of, like, contributing factors to it. Um, which, yeah, which I agree with him. So, like, commentators are always going to do that. Once they want to make a point, they're not going to f- consider any contributing factors to it. They're just... Because they want to make a point, I want everyone to see it. And some people that don't actually watch football or don't go away and do their own research will actually eat it up and believe it. Take it as gospel. Yeah, exactly. Um... So, yeah, like, I do hear what um, Saeed is saying. So, thanks for sending that in, Saeed. I thought I cleared that up before he punches me up. <laughs> I don't know what you're saying, Saeed, but cool. No, I'm joking. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I found it quite... Because, obviously, when you mentioned it yesterday, um, yeah. I, 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 I understood it quite easily. Because every time I'm watching a match, obviously, numbers are my thing. But every time I'm watching a match, I look at where the starting point is. And if you're not using a relevant starting point, like, okay, when Arsenal hadn't beaten... X number of top six teams, right? You go as far back as the last time they won, right? Or yeah. something like that. It, it makes sense. Or when they're talking about Southampton dropping points from winning positions, you start at a relevant point, like when the manager took over. But when they just pick a random date, I'm like, bro, are you just picking this date to make what you're saying look legit? Which yeah, happens a lot. It actually happens a lot. So if they're not giving me a relevant starting point, but they're now saying the 27th of January at 6 p.m. Because if they take it at 5 p.m., it will be a different result. Yeah. I can't listen to that. <laughs> it's, a big, it's a big part of pro sports, though, isn't it? Stats, statisticians, stats, 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 stats. Yeah. Everything yeah. stats nowadays, bro. Everything stats. People got a department for that now in their clubs for yeah. stats. But even they've got it in players' heads, like players nowadays, oh, I need to get my stats up. So it's like just playing football, working hard is is not enough. It's, enough. it's, it's enough. not enough. Like you need to get your stats up because that's what they're gonna refer back to. Oh, you you've got this amount of goals, or you got this amount of assists. So like 
That's what, like, even players, man, they that's all they're thinking. That's about why that. Salah doesn't want to pass. But it's, it's it's true because I was looking at um the PSG game, right? And there were certain times when Mbappe decided to shoot when that wasn't the right decision or the best decision for the team. Ade, it's Mbappe. It's always the best yeah. decision. But, <laughs> so that's the thing, right? Because as we say, he's a killer, right? Once he gets a ball, he's a killer. I pass him to that idiot neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> but there are times where actually what you're doing is not the best thing for the team. So, yeah, it's an, it's an interesting one. It's an interesting one. Because the, the, the stats thing, just, just to touch on that, that's, it, that's, been, that's been brought in by the club, isn't it? So I say that to say this in terms of when you're at training or whatever, it's pretty, you're given like, um, you know, like the GoPro thing. So it, yeah. it, tracks how, yeah. it, tracks, it tracks your distance, it tracks how much yardage you covered. And before that was never really tracked in football. No one really cared how, how much the, how many sprints the right back made, the full back made, how much yardage the centre midfield covered. But now you will have coaches and assistant coaches and maybe even the first team manager might bring you in and say, listen, Sissoko, you was covering... Um, 12 kilometers a game in the month of October. Now you're not. This month of November, you're only covering like nine or ten or something. So I think that's just as a as a whole, the club, the manager, the player. It's in their heads, isn't it? Right down yeah. to commentators, or right down to pundits, or right down to the, the casual fan that want to make a point as well. Yeah, it gasses you because um, before World Cup in Brazil, we went to play a game in North Greenwich in Brazilian. Um, Weather conditions. Oh, remember? Oh, shit! I remember that. I remember get that. Me? Yeah. So we played that. That was so and, sick, by the way. Bro, it was sick, and we that. had the stats and the thing. So after the game, it showed how far we had run, the goals we scored. Yeah. And obviously, after the game, even though you're not thinking it's a competition, people are like, "Oh, you scored more goals than me." Yeah, yeah. So, oh, I ran this far. That. Yeah. But that thing was tough, though. I couldn't even breathe for half the nah, game. Yeah, I couldn't breathe for a point, you know. Bro. Because remember, they got us playing at the temperatures that the players will be playing yeah. at in Brazil, innit? I was struggling. Indoor. I was struggling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know if it's a good or bad thing with with, with um, the way the football's going in terms of stats. I mean, it does it does allow you to track certain things. But like Saeed said, and I think you mentioned it as well, T, it does also allow you to manipulate things as well in your favour. Yeah. yeah. Data rules the world at the moment. So Yeah, exactly. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. You get you get called into a meeting tomorrow, Monday morning, your manager's gonna bring you in and, and he's gonna say something to you that well you didn't like let's just say basic example, you work in tele sales, you didn't make thirty calls. You could say, Yeah, but I made twenty five and one of the calls I was actually closing the deal. No, but, but everyone else in the office made thirty. So if you don't make thirty next week, but they're not taking into consideration anything else that could be going on with you. Mm. Just data, 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 stats, 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 stats. If it's not top notch, yeah. you're not good enough. And that's not the case. Yeah. When it comes to football, it's just not the case. It's not the case that you might have a man that's like, like let's say, how do you measure someone like Sosoko's importance to Tottenham? Yeah. He, he ain't going to be banging goals. He ain't assisting. Mm. You might, but he plays midfield, bro. How, and you know, some fans I think that no, but he plays in the middle. If he ain't scoring <laughs> assist, like Tom, Tom, Modric at Tottenham. How sick was Modric at Tottenham? Right. How many goals and assists did he really get in his first couple seasons? Not much. Yeah. Yeah. Most important player on the pitch, though. But a casual fan is going to be, nah, but my man's already got like two assists and three goals, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that's why we tend to like root for players like the strikers and like the wingers that's got like the stats up. But we tend to miss those important players in the middle of the part that actually make things happen. Yeah, the key cogs, though. Yeah, so. But hey. 
Just move on. I'll tell you one stat that's important right now. Arsenal are 15th. Like, that's a very important stat right now. My, you yeah. might be 16th if um, Brighton wins tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck it. I Southampton. You need to win. I need a clean sheet for coffee and Walker Peters, okay? I'm fighting my own relegation battle right now. Yeah, <laughs> I, I tell you, I think you, you guys are like, you guys are minus goal difference, bro. I'm like minus five, minus six, and they're minus two. That's not new now. That's been happening. Yeah, yeah. But think about it, bro. It can, it can change. It can, it can change. A couple wins will fly up that table. United were very angry a couple weeks ago. That's true, though. You've played all the hard people. You've played all the hard people. We've played you. We've played Tottenham. Who else have we played? Top six. Leicester. City away. City, Liverpool. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I think our next run, if if my memory serves me correctly, is Burnley, Fulham, and Southampton. Those are our next three games in the league, I believe. At least you need three points, at least out. I mean, in line with Rakeem, I think we've got enough to stay in the league, I think. Yeah, no, hopefully oh, you get um, No, not hopefully. I hope you don't, but yeah, you yeah, I mean, get I mean, obviously, I hope, you know what? This is, I got something special for you guys, though, next week. If you guys drop out of the Champions League, I got a very good welcome package <laughs> to the Europa League for both of you. I have a very nice welcome package. <laughs> oh, boy. And I think next year, boys, obviously, Corona, if it settles down, we should definitely go, Um, we should go on a European weekender to one of the clubs. Let's yeah. go watch a game out there. Maybe we can watch Istanbul to Zasha Shasha play. <laughs> <laughs> we need to make it happen. It's true. If Corona settles down, anyway, Corona has to settle down. It doesn't have an option. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, we definitely, we definitely need to go watch a European game. Bro. All right, cool. Um, what have you got for us this week? Uh, f- fuck game of the week, man. We lost, man. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, no, I'm joking. Yeah, Basically, yeah, I just got it's very simple. I'm not gonna lie. I thought about it when I was in the shop. I went to go see my sister. She said, Buy me sweets. What what sweets do you like? Or randoms. I said, Cool, okay. So that's what I'm naming this week's um quiz randoms. It's just random questions. Some of them are united based, some of them are very random. So it's just to test your knowledge, isn't it? Just ten questions, cool. five questions each. Cool. Let me know who wants to go first. By the way, what's the um score? It's four four, right? Yeah, four four. four. And Tom won last week, right? Yeah. So Tom, what you say? You want to go first or you want to go second? Um, what have you got the numbers up? You got no. I'm just gonna you... go. So if you go first, that's it. I'm just gonna go. I'm gonna ask you first and add it next. Then let Ade go first. Let Ade go first. Okay, okay, okay. Hope the first one's easier. All right, all right, all right. So Ade, your first random question. Yeah. Yeah. Who captained Leicester during their title-winning season? Wes Morgan. Correct. Damn. Correct. Why didn't I take that? See, Tom, you should have went. Tom, you should have went first, bro. Right, um, T, your random question. What club is Diego Dallo on loan to? AC Milan. Correct. Ade, your next random question. What national team does Martin Skirtle play for? Slovenia. Incorrect. You was Bas- close. You Bas- was Bas- close. Yeah. Slow, slow, slow. Slovakia. Slovakia. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, your, Tom, your random question. Which club did Liverpool buy Navigator from? Leipzig. Correct, Tomundo. Ade, your random question. Name me the non-league side that Chris Smalling played for. Oh, kidding, mister. Uh-uh. I think I know this. Is it Maidstone? Yeah, if you got that question, Tom, you would have got it right. It was oh, Maidstone. Damn. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. I'm kidding, mister. Where did I get that from? <laughs> Tom, your random question. What year was the team that beat United in the Champions League, Istanbul Shavakalabla, formed? <sighs> Don't know this. I think... 2015, I think it's been around five years, isn't it? 
no, no, no. That's actually formed in 1990. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Tom said last week. Five years. Tom said they've been around last since last week. Man, that's the team. Man, that's the team. <laughs> that's the team that you guys lost to. Uh, okay. Ade, which Italian club has um, did Bruno Fernandez play for? Oh, there are two in my mind. I can't be bothered to think too hard, so I'm going to say Sampdoria. Correct, Mundo. I knew it. I was praying you didn't say that, bro. Yeah, you got it right. You got it right. What's Sampdoria? Could have said Sampdoria. You could have said Udinese, or you could have said Novaro. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay, T. This is to do with your favorite player. Did you know that your favorite player, Anthony Martial, has a brother? And do you know? I think so. And the question is, what French club does Anthony Martial's brother play for? I saw him. Oh, I would just say Nice. Nah, nah. It's I did you, you know it? No, I know it's it's lower down, isn't it? He's because he's a centre back or something. Yeah, he's a centre back. It's it's actually Sosho. Yeah, League Two. Yeah, yeah. So I figured out right, that's why Martial's not so good because he's playing against his brother who plays in League Two. <laughs> so he's not that good. So that's why he's not getting better in it. <laughs> but um, okay, cool. I think we got two questions to go. Uh, there's just one each. Yeah. Right, right, right. So pretty simple. I did this is you in it. Yeah. Okay. What is the name of Celtic Stadium? Shit, I don't know. Celtic Park? I'm about to slap you, bro. You know, I didn't actually know. I just said Celtic Park. Um, yeah, Celtic Park, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah, Celtic Park, Celtic Park. That's why I found it so hard because I was like, I can't think of an actual name. <laughs> so I was like, yeah. Okay, T, 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 you need this one, yeah? Because Ade's got, Ade's got three, you got two. Cool. What club did Manchester United sign Oli Gonosowski from? Oh, there's no way I'm getting this, boy. Oh, this is an easy one. Um, you need this, P, to equalise. I'll just say Molda. Correct. <laughs> I was about to say, bro. <laughs> bro, I didn't know, bro, honestly. Yeah. But I just had to think of a Norwegian club there. Yeah. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Well done, well done, well done. Okay, so it's a tiebreaker, lads. It's a tiebreaker. It's free, free. It's free, free. Right, so what I want to know is my guy... Yeah, my guy that I don't think United should have sold. He's doing his thing now. Big Rom. Yeah. <clears throat> I want to know. On the point. Yeah. I'm going to need both. Yeah. I'm going to need both. So I'm going to need to know when he was when he was at West Brom, how many goals did he score? And then if you both get that one, I want to know the assist as well. So I want to count of three. I want you both to tell me what you think he scored when he, when he was at West Brom. Okay. Yeah? Yeah. All right. So one, two, three. 17. Four. Tom, spot on. 17. Ade, what did you say? Four? I said 34. Oh, Ade, are you all right? <laughs> I thought you scored more than that. No, nah, 17. Wait, no, Ade, wait, wait. Why would Robert Lukaku score 34 goals out of Tiki? Out of what? Why would Robert Lee score 34 goals at West Brom? Why not? Why can't he? Oh. 34 goals. <laughs> now, nah, I've heard... Oh, I've he heard... only played there for one season? Yeah, one season. Okay, that makes more sense. Now. Yeah, that's why. Because I remember... Um... You know when you watch these games, because you know he played in that final game that Fergie was in. He scored four or five that day, didn't he? Yeah, then like, I, I always recall them saying, oh, that's his 17th goal. Yeah, he got Yeah. I don't even remember how long he was there for. No, do you know the reason yeah, why, going I, know the reason why I chose that as the um, thing? It's in line with the, it's in line with Martial, isn't it? Martial's highest goals for United is 17. <laughs> well, well done, team. Yeah. Well done, you got that. Thank you, thank you. 5-4, five, 5-4. Four, five, four. This is neck and neck. I think you started off 3-0, isn't it? I was feeling what, mate? T, T, T's not, T's not letting it go, boy. 
I just didn't want him to embarrass me. But look, look where we are now. <laughs> at first, at first, my thought was just don't embarrass me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you know that, you know that, um, Martial. Well, you know, I only found out the other day because I think I was on, I was on Pogba's page. I Pogba posted a picture of him and Martial. So I went on Martial's page and then I see some other brother called Martial. I think, wait, my man's got a brother. Yeah, yeah, I know he's got a brother, but I just can't remember the club that he plays for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. just moved. He just moved there recently, this summer. Yeah, I don't think I don't think I don't think he's played higher up than that level. Yeah, he hasn't. He hasn't. Yeah, yeah. He hasn't played. Cool. So now, well, um, done. That's another week done. Another week done. It was episode cool. thirty, lads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, oh yeah, it's a special one. Actually, it's episode thirty. Yeah. Why is it special? Okay, why is it thirty? Boy, three zero. What's so special? Uh, it's a special. Episode. We made it here, boys. We made it. We made it. Here. I thought, it, I thought we would have fought and fallen out by now. <laughs> <laughs> like, think about it. This is like week in, week out. Like, because I had a few messages saying, oh, right, you guys are almost at 30. This is actually quite special. Consistent content coming from the boys, the three amigos. Thanks. Thanks, listeners. If you want, obviously, to keep hearing from us, please make sure you keep listening and sharing it with friends and family. And, yeah, we're just going to keep delivering. I'll send you guys my bank details as well if you want to top me up, you know, for delivering good content yeah. every week, you know. Who means that? <laughs> yeah. Ade's got Anything. enough. Ade, you heard Ade, he's a numbers guy. He's got enough money as it is, okay? So, <laughs> no one needs to give him no money. Send it my way. Cool. Anything you, you guys want to add this week? Anything that before we jump off? I'll let the listeners know what Alex Scott says next week, Sunday, when I DM her. I'll, I'll fill you all in. <laughs> Don't get arrested for sexual harassment. Bro. I'm just going like... to tell her she looks beautiful, man. And just I'm sure her at Arsenal. That's 55. It. If you get arrested, just be back by week 55. <laughs> <laughs> I'll probably yeah. be back for week 55, listeners. <laughs> Wish me luck.